Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mystery on the rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. And welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show that takes unsolved mysteries and cocktails. I am Masood, with me as always is fantastic Chris Stokes. Hello, he did it in a different order. I know, just to throw you off off guard, the amazing Suze Kempner. (laughs) (laughs) we've been pissing about today because i uh, i pointed at i pointed at some uh chili marmite like i was david brent pointing at and now we can't stop and now i can't stop doing it (laughs) (laughs) but why do you look at the camera too well i thought it'd be more intense (laughs) um how are you guys yeah yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah uh all right not bad I have been wanting to get some work done in the garden, but the weather has always been yes too changeable for me to to, to do it. It's not really upset me that much. I've yeah, I've recently become a yeah. garden person. I quite like the garden. I'm like, oh, do you yeah. have a garden? Now? Yeah, we've got place. one. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you don't have a front one, do you? So, no, because when I picked you up, you it's literally just like one of those little concrete slabs yeah. at the front yeah, uh, yeah. with weeds growing through it now so it looks like I have a front garden I'm not judging um, <laughs> it's green, it's green. Yeah, it's a little bit of green Lovely do you green. want to know what you want to do with the, the weeds what do I want to do uh, salt <laughs> and literally have to salt the earth and then it'll, yeah, it'll stop yeah, growing yeah just put a bit of salt down obviously pull them up yeah yeah don't just, don't just then, salt and, the weeds and then, and then just put salt down the cracks okay and then that should put salt in your cracks so put salt on your crack we yellow on the bawdy one <laughs> If this is your first time watching Mystery on the Rocks. You're, you're the one that's going to get us cancelled. It's bloody, bloody cancel time. Cancel oh. pod. Naughty Sue's has piped up. Oh. 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 Uh, hey, do you know my favourite slur? Yeah. I'll whisper it to you. Oh, oh. Can't say that. Shut it down. Shut it down. down. I'm out of control. <laughs> Uh, how are you, Suze? You alright? Been a rough ten days, to be honest, but let's do a podcast. Um, uh, Suze looked intently into the camera because if you're listening to this, you can also watch it. Yes, yeah. you can join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Mr. on the Rocks. Get access to all the super sweet stuff we get up to, like extra episodes. Uh, episodes released before the release time. Uh, is this on tier, what, tier one? Tier, tier one, you get the early episodes and you get these videos. These videos, yes. Tier two, this is where it steps up. Yeah, because you get the bonus episodes, you get the outtakes, you get mini-sodes occasionally. Yes. Uh, you also get uh, a crossword. <laughs> oh, the crossword's still happening? I love that the crossword is still happening. Yeah. 
course it is. I'm very, I'm really looking forward to the crossword. Uh, well, there's, there's several that you can play now. There's se- there are already several crosswords? There, yeah, we've, we've got five. Five, five cross, <laughs> you lucky pieces. Five. Uh, and then on the top tier, there's merch and free tickets to any live shows that we do. There you go. Yeah, take and it. cocktail recipes on the second tier as well. Oh yes, that's um, right. Yeah. Uh, but we won't need so a cocktail recipe for this episode. No, no, because we're not going to make a cocktail, are we? Mm-mm. No, we don't drink anymore. That's it. Imagine that. That's we don't really do mysteries either. So um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> this podcast is put on though. It's it's kind of true because uh, a lot of our mysteries this season have been just sort of like intrigue. Yes, stuff, I think but... it's cool to delve into <clears throat> things like the JFK assassination. I've got hair on me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, that will be a dog hair. That's all right. Oh. I've got two cats, one's black and one's got loads of white in it. So between them, all my clothes get ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I've got kids, so yeah, my cats well. I have no excuse. <laughs> no, those dogs. Oh, I've got the dogs. Those yeah, dogs are two different oh, yeah, colours as well. The, the two dogs are my dogs, yeah. Why did I forget that? <laughs> oh, Chris, and not me, free and easy. Chris, you've got two dogs. Yeah, Go downstairs, there's a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, to be oh. honest, I um, uh, I was uh, I used to drive a van for an animal charity, and I was telling these two earlier. Oh yeah. That I went to a house to pick up some donations, and it was a very small house, and it was one of those where the front door opened directly into a hallway that was just the bottom of the stairs, and uh, on the about the fourth step up, uh, there was uh, the woman's cat was just asleep. Uh, so I went to stroke it, and just as I touched it, I went, that's dead. That's dead. <laughs> dead, dead old cat that she'd uh, stuffed and rather than put on display, left it so it was asleep on the stairs. There's there's something inherently creepy about people stuffing their dead pets, but I know that if I did it, I would do it in a ridiculous fashion. <laughs> like, it would be, I'd want it to be almost like... Like, 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 oh. on, like on its hind legs. Yeah, doing stuff. like, yeah, yeah. maybe oh doing the... the uh, oh, like puss in boots. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I can have Freddy stuffed when he dies. Yeah. It's really expensive. Is it? I imagine, yeah. How much? Like thousands, talking thousands. Um, It'd be worth it for him uh, to live forever. But the thing about that that woman with the the cat on the stairs, it's like rather than having it stuffed and put on display, uh, guarantee that every time she walked down the stairs in the morning, she'd say hello to it. Oh, God. I would do that to stuff There's also a horrific moment where she might trip or slip over on it as well. The the, the dead cat. The dead cat. Yeah. (laughs) The irony. (laughs) Wouldn't need her face, though. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing they did. I remember my mom told me a story about why she... One reason she wouldn't have dogs in the house is because... She knew someone who died in their house, and then like the dogs had eaten. And the dog ate her. Ate, ate the oh. person like four days. And she's like, no, 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 no. This the is... dogs were eating their legs. I was like, Jesus. oh man, this is oh. such a your mum story. Oh, <laughs> she, she, the dogs were eating the legs. Yeah, she knew That's someone funny. who died, and then knew that their dogs had started eating them. I <laughs> am <laughs> um, uh, 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 Stuart Lee had a bit about how why cats are better than dogs because it's like oh everybody loves dogs but if you were dead then your dog would eat you yeah mm. and it's like cats have literally done that as well oh yes so let's yeah. not if an animal is hungry and no one's feeding it they will have to eat you yeah I can't imagine even that there is like a, a moment of emotional like yeah. oh no they're just like oh great food yeah. <laughs> but also it's like I think it's I think it's, it's quite economical yeah. Um, and ecological as well. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. sort of like when you die, do you want to be cremated or do you want to be buried? It's like, I would like to be fed to goats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would like 
I would like those two golden retrievers I had to look after to eat me. And then when they do shits, they'd eat each other's. So you, that's how they you're just, a constant recycling. Away, you never but, die. Yeah, exactly. I'd be like, and I'm born again. And then I want to eat it. And then I'm born again. Talking to ABK once and he was like, no, nah, man, just throw me out. Like, a, let, let the council deal with my body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Like, like a fucking Christmas tree. Let the just... I, I enjoy that uh, he's known as ABK because it makes him sound like a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> ABK. <laughs> um, shall, we, uh, shall we have a whiskey? Yes. Yeah. Have, uh, so which, which one is it? Uh, go it for the one at the back. It's uh, this Port one or Charlotte. Oh, no, you had it. It's Port Charlotte. Imagine if the lid came off and it just It comes from... Oh, shit. It just went... and, uh, and then Chris is like sucking out the coffee. <laughs> and I, 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 I would without shame. It's, a, it's, it's from uh, the Brookladdy Distillery on Isla. It's called Port Charlotte, heavily peated. It's aged. It's been aged sixteen years. Mm. Uh, limited release of three thousand bottles. Whoa! Uh, there's like you can see there's about that much left. Yeah. In it, so um, quite happy to share it with you. It's quite strong. Yes. Fifty-six. percent. Little little sips. Little sips. Uh, and it is. <laughs> does a shot. <laughs> yeah. Oof. And it is very very nice. It's heavily peated as well. <gasps> this is Ooh. the most expensive thing I've ever drunk. It comes from Isla, so it's already quite. Peated. This is heavily peated. Okay. Uh, it's more smoky. Oh, I Ooh. see. Uh, but ah, there's a lot. The, but, but not necessarily just smoky. There's a more depth depth of flavour as well. And I feel like we need a sister podcast in which you it's it's uh, Chris's uh, whiskey whiskery time. on the rocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. whiskery <laughs> on the rocks. And it's just you, chat Chris and the dog. Talking about <laughs> whiskey. Uh, they that looks like a lot, but they are small glasses. Okay. So. Oh. Thank you. Ooh. Thank you very much. Oh wow. <gasps> the smell. Oh my god. Oh, this smells lovely. Whoa! Wow. That's a taste sensation. There's a lot of That's like, it's, it's smoother than you'd think mm. because yeah. it's aged 16 years. So it's like, there's just a lot of flavour packed in there. Yeah. yeah. This is... So there's, there's not as much burn as you might expect from like a really, really mm. smoky whiskey. Exactly what I imagine all good whiskey should taste like. It's like, it's a thing where I'm like, my brain's like, yeah, that's whiskey. That's what whiskey is. It's that one. <laughs> that's amazing. All the other whiskeys you've had are dog shit. It's this um, one. This is the one. There's a really interesting article about whether or not you should buy good spirits for cocktails. Yeah. And it's like, if it's gin... No, if it's vodka, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Don't right. waste your money. Yeah. Go for, like, you can go for cheap vodka. If it's whiskey, because whiskey's so complex, yeah. your cocktail will always be better with a really good whiskey. Yeah. Uh, however, I can't bring myself to use this in a cocktail. No, 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 no. I think, like, yeah, I think if you have... Uh, infinite money, maybe you can mm. use this in a cocktail, but like I wouldn't. I would no. absolutely drink this on its own. I mean, it's maybe so nice by itself. Anyway. Yeah, it is. It's well, a... If you have like a tiny bit, if you do like, ooh, like me drinking the butterscotch liqueur when I was a little kid. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you just get a little bit at a time, like that, it's like chocolate. This is lovely. It's mm. really nice, isn't it? Mm. It is one of my favourites. I'm sipping. So, Chris, what do you have for us today? Before I get into that, yeah, I feel like it would be remiss to not point out a few little things that happened in the meantime. Okay. Because we did 63, the Kennedy assassination. This is true. Which we did, by the way, not because it was a president that got assassinated, but because of the conspiracy theories surrounding it. We yes. debunked. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, I think we must be the only people that did an episode on the Kennedy assassination without mentioning the words grassy knoll. That's yeah, true, yes. Yeah. We didn't say grassy knoll at all. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think we got as far as the babushka lady no. or the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you can leave it up to you whether or not we decided man. it was yeah. irrelevant because uh, we did mention the Umbrella Man. Did we? we uh, I think we mentioned them, but we didn't go into it. No, 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 no. no. 
Oh, yeah, uh, there's the homeless. So either we didn't do our jobs properly or we uh, did such a good job debunking the conspiracy theory we didn't need to. Exactly. Yes. My feet aren't touching. I go for the latter. <laughs> you can decide. Uh, so the mystery that we're doing today is 1968, but uh, something's happened in the meantime. So, for example, Martin Luther King was also assassinated. Yes. And you might be, why aren't you doing Martin Luther King uh, if you did Kennedy? And it's because even though we know who shot Kennedy, there was that conspiracy around it. Yes. There isn't really that conspiracy around no, Martin Luther King. No, they did it. Yeah. Also, there was one uh, quite interesting, which was, um, do you know who Sammy Young Jr. is? This sounds uh, familiar. Tap dancer with a rat pack. <laughs> the most talented one as well. He was such a great singer. He was a yeah, didn't have one eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jewish. Uh, uh, Sammy Young Jr. was a, a, a student. Uh, he was black. He was a civil rights activist. Mm. And he was shot by a white man in a dispute at a gas station about uh, whites-only bathrooms. Right. Okay. Uh, his death led to the student body that he was part of mm-hmm. being the first student body to take a stance against the Vietnam War, which was happening. Um, was the Vietnam War like started like at the end of the 50s? It like, started Brits- in 55, yeah. technically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the British were there for ages. It was well, 20, the 20 French, years, yeah, the yeah. Vietnam War. Yeah, it yeah. dragged on and on, yeah. yeah. That, um, and it had like sections, didn't it? Yeah. 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 So the reason I wanted to mention Sammy Young Jr. is because of he doesn't get spoken about a lot, mm-hmm. uh, but also the knock-on effect was uh, big protests against Vietnam then started happening in the mid sixties. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Uh, but we're not talking about either of those today. Mm-hmm. Uh, today we're talking about two people whose names I cannot pronounce. I Uh-oh. cannot pronounce them. Oh, I just peeked at one of the names. I'm like, no, I don't blame him. It's, what the fuck? It's, that's impossible. Exactly. Yeah. Play it through the how to pronounce. Okay. Although I do want to hear you try and pronounce it for because because it's, it's all it's basically all consonants. Yeah. It feels like uh, it feels like and, the worst answer of, on. A lot of uh, okay. pairings of letters that uh, you go there. No. All right. So allow me to do my attempt. Yeah. So I think it's Atabi. Oh. It's the barietta. That's pretty good. That's what I would. That's you know what, what I think. I would have said Tabi. Is it? I would have, yeah, I would have gone, I would have gone z- yeah, Zabi, ex- Zabi, oh, ex- yeah. I think it's, I, I would say, Atari, but let's, um, uh, Atari let's, 2600, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's see what it says, well, you know, Tabi Atelarida, uh, no, I said Sabi, ah. so someone said Tabi, which Tabi. was you, Tabi. so Tabi Suze is right, and then what was the, Tabi Atelarida, okay, so, uh, so it's Tabi, it's about Tabi, it's the Brietta. Now, let's just call him Tarby from now on, please. Tarby? Yep. Tarby. Tarbs. Thinking of Tarbuck. <laughs> Jimmy Tarbuck, yeah, Jimmy yeah. Tarbuck, yeah. Because <laughs> he's called Tarby. <laughs> I'm just going to be picturing Jimmy Tarbuck now. For I'm going to be picturing Lisa Tarbuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's... Um... So, you know, Jimmy Tarbuck was on GB News the other day. I thought he was dead. Another Mandela effect. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Tarby. 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 <laughs> as well as being a uh, as well as being a stand-up comedian in working men's clubs throughout the seventies. Yeah. Uh, prior to that, he was a Basque nationalist and he was part of an anti-fascist organisation. Oh, good for him. Uh, good. I like him so uh, far. Uh, he was a popular leader of the uh, ETA, which was an armed separatist organisation in Spain. 
Wow. He was estimated uh, time for arrival. Yeah, yeah. What time do they get there? What time? <laughs> what time do we start? What's the? Uh... <laughs> yeah, what's your ETA? And Toby's like, oh, that's everybody. Uh... <laughs> what's your ETA? Depends what I've had for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Toby was part of the estimated time of arrival. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't, or necessarily, as an organisation, see eye to eye. They didn't like fascists. That was the. Sort of the driving force of the main that, that, that was their main thing. And then yeah. it, as it as it went on, it turned out that some of them supported Johnny Depp and some of them supported <laughs> 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 So <it> really divided. <laughs> uh, so Toby uh, kind of maybe went a little bit too far. We'll get into it exactly. This is, but bearing in mind at the beginning, I did say this is about two people whose names I can't pronounce. Yes. Yeah. Another, another second. Oh, yes. there's another name. Another, is it in the same kind of... Toby. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if it just says Toby Smith. <laughs> can't you pronounce that, Chris? Oh, these wacky names. Uh, Meliton Manzanas, I think. Yeah, I think that's that. probably right. That, yeah. yeah. Um, good name. That's a really good name. That is a good name. Meliton Manzanas. I just hear Lalo Salamanca pronouncing so, that. <laughs> so we've laid out that Tarby was a Basque nationalist. He was an anti-fascist. By mm. the way, he was in his mid-twenties by this point. He was okay. born in 1944, just after the war. Meliton Manzanas, mm-hmm. he was a high-ranking police officer in Francoist Spain. Oh, Franco. Yeah, yeah, Franco. Uh, yeah, Franco. He was also known as a torturer. Oh. <gasps> Bloody hell. Oh. Like your man out of Lost. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, I don't uh, That it. was like... You know, a million years ago. I didn't ago. watch Lost. What's oh, this? there was a fella. I never watched Lost. So there's a fella, there's an actor in it who goes, oh, his, his name is Saeed. He goes, and, and at one point he says to somebody, he's like, my, my name is Saeed, whatever his last name is, and I am a torturer. And that's like a famous line from oh, the show. Really? Oh, really? So that's why. Show, don't tell. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just just show him just cutting someone's fingernails off. Well, don't tell implies, us. Yeah. That, that implies when he has to fill in a form under occupation. Yeah, he's got a yeah. torture. <laughs> torture. Is there another word I could use? No, you got to use the did you, did you need an MVQ in that? Did you... Did you just... Did you, did yeah, you how like do you... Night school? Yeah, would you, would you just ascend the ranks and you become it? Is it... It's, yeah, it's an on-the-job thing. You learn it. <laughs> or is it just sort of like something you know you're naturally gifted at? <laughs> <laughs> do you discover it by accident? Yeah. Like it's a passion a, for it? Oh. A, well, would you like to see my cat? Oh, God, it's <laughs> in a box! <laughs> what was that, Mr. Puss? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, please, don't. Please, I don't want to give you the answers. Well, Mr. Puss says... <laughs> <laughs> Those are the two players. Tarby, who's an anti-fascist, and then uh, Manzanas, who is a torturer and part of the Francoist regime. Mm. Right. Who are you rooting for? <laughs> ah, well... Oh, uh, I mean... It, mm, uh, Some anti-fascists on Twitter are fucking annoying. Well, <laughs> yeah, so uh, keep, keep that in mind. With the ETA, that the, the organisation, mm. they were a separatist group, and it... Uscarita uh, Ascatasuna. Which doesn't sound Spanish to me. No, that, yeah, that sounds more sort of a Middle uh, Eastern. But it type. translates as Basque Homeland and Liberty. Okay. They were uh, founded in uh, 1959, and they were initially promoting traditional Basque culture. Okay. Then they sort of transformed into a paramilitary group. Oh, that, that, uh, that usual. And I guess, yeah. I guess, like technically, a terrorist uh, mm. organization. Anyway, it was active until 2018. What? What? They're Blimey. still going past ages. Yeah, is it, is it one of those things where it's like one grandson is still... Well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not really <laughs> going to talk about the group. We're going to talk about the two men. Yeah. But we will, like, towards the end of the episode, if you want to know, I'll go into a little bit about mm. the group and why it lasted. But Tarby was, like, one of the leaders right. uh, of it. And even though 
it started off in the late fifties as this sort of like promoting Basque culture. Mm. Yeah. It then evolved into more violent uh, territories. Right. Tarby was one of the people that was pushing that. Yeah. As as do most things that are trying to protect tradition do. Yeah. Like we got to protect this tradition. How should we do it? Let's beat some people up. That's yeah. probably going to be the fastest way to sort of get our message across. We'll do that a bit and then and then once we've done that we'll get back to the we'll do the speeches yeah. and everything and it'll be all right. Then we'll be up some more people. It's like yeah, it always seems Yeah, so Tarby was the perpetrator of the first assassination that it carried out. Jesus. Okay. Blimey. Manzana was supposed to be the first target. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, so he was the first planned victim right. uh, of the ETA. They did get him. That's why he counts as the first planned victim. Yeah. Were they late? Right. Tarby <laughs> was... Tar- <laughs> what, 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 what time are you getting there? I thought he was at six. Jingle was that group. Tarby carried out the first assassination. Okay. Which was of someone else. It was unsanctioned. Oh, shit. He just, well, he just went rogue. Yeah. Pretty much. Fucking hell. Uh, so, it was on June the 7th in 1968. Mm. Tarvi was in a car with someone called Iñaki Sarasqueta. Mm-hmm. And they were travelling. They were stopped by a civil guard uh, at a civil guard checkpoint in Aduna. And they thought they'd been discovered as these as members of the ETA. Right. So, Tarvi just got out of the car and shot the agent. Oh, fuck. Right. Uh, who was called Jose Pardinez Arque. And it was the first... Therefore, it was the first assassination carried out. They'd never killed anyone. Right. At that point. The ETA had not yet made the decision to carry out any armed struggle at all. And because of this, Sarasqueta said, uh, I guess that the civil guard noticed that the registration was false because they were driving a car with false plates. At least he suspected it. He asked us for documentation, went around to check the car. Tarby told me, if he discovers it, I'll kill him. Ooh. I told him, that's not necessary. We'll disarm him and leave. We got out of the car. The civil guard turned his back. He was squatting, looking at the engine in the back. He muttered, this doesn't coincide. Tarby took out the pistol and shot him. He fell face up. He returned to shoot him three or four more times in the chest. Shit. Blimey. He had taken amphetamines, Tarby had, uh. and maybe that had influenced it. In whatever case, it was an ill-fated day, an error. He was just an anonymous civil guard. And then Sarasqueta says, poor kid, there was no need for that man to die. See, in my head, like if I, let's say, hypothetically end up as, you know, in some sort of position like that, like some sort of street, you know, beat cop and um, checking plates and stuff. If something doesn't coincide, I'd be like, you're on your way, lads. I'm not fucking about with that. And like, these two guys look shifty. One of them is fucking literally dancing in his seat because right. he's taking a whole bunch of I, meth. I mean, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. See you later, guys. This off guy's go. got crazy eyes. Yeah, yeah. And also, oh, and he's holding a gun. Oh, off you go. Bye. He was, yeah. he was not even in the police. He was a civil guard. Yeah. Mm. So it's one of those things where, because police always have a partner for this very reason. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. if you're working alone, I think absolutely you'd, yeah. you'd call it in yeah, and just be like, so, yeah. this car. Yeah. And you tip on your way, this car, these two men. Yeah, 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 yeah. you just let it. The plates didn't match. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying that then he was stupid by no, saying No, no, of course not. Because no, no, he no. shouldn't have been shot. No, no. But, um, Absolutely not. Yeah, like he was doing, he was one of those things like doing his job and then these two, this, a meth head and a, a, yeah. what seems to be a also reasonable, another reasonable person's like, we should probably just let this go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah there's yeah. no need to do it. Exactly. Yeah. What do you think happened to... Uh, to Tarby, I think Tarby probably got like, they're like, don't do that again. <laughs> you, yeah. do you mean, oh, you mean the ETA told me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. They're like, listen, sir, you, you've you not been, this is bad. You, so, you're, um, bringing, you're bringing heat on us. You're bringing heat on us. It's, <laughs> yeah. I brought I brought heat on you? I brought fucking heat on you? Is that what you're saying? He's um, like, I'm playing both sides. So they always, <laughs> so they always come out on top. <laughs>
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sarah Sketter and Tarby, they fled the scene immediately. Yeah. And they took refuge in the house of a priest. Okay. In Tulsa. Uh, they were there for a few hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they decided to abandon it. because, And then they got stopped immediately by agents of the civil guard who still didn't know their identities. Yeah. And then they were frisked. They were searched. Oh, shit. Right? So during the frisk, they didn't find Sarah Sketter's gun. Mm-hmm. But they did find Tarby's. It's because it was hanging out of his belt right at the front. <laughs> they didn't even need to frisk him for that. It was just yeah. it was it was pointing like so. That's how you hold a gun. Yeah. It was like that, and he'd like, yeah. and it was like that, and just the barrel was like. It was that. it was the uh, it was the origin of the phrase. Is that a gun in your pocket? <laughs> it was like sticking out perfectly, so that if he just went, it <laughs> would go. <laughs> <laughs> a, I, I don't know if I should frisk him. It's I mean it looks pretty powerful. Is that yeah. So they discovered Tarby's pistol. A mm-hmm. shootout began. Fuck. Bloody and Tarby hell. was killed in the shootout. Oh, shit. By two, by, uh, by two bullet wounds. I yeah. see. Oh, Died the way he lived. On meth. On meth. <laughs> Fighting the establishment on meth. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we can't have him at any of the meetings anymore. Why? Because he's taking meth. He's Guys, ev- he is a meth boy. Yeah. Every time he finishes a meeting, he points. He shoots into the fucking ceiling. <laughs> bye, 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 let's go. <laughs> Every time. Uh, Sarah Sketter managed to escape the shootout. Oh shit, so he's... Yeah. So he held the um, uh, he held the driver of a car at gunpoint, mm-hmm. made him take him to the uh, the church of uh, Erezil, where he hid out until he was detained the next day. Um, and then... It feels like this was a 90s film where all churches are open and you just, just hide in here for a bit. Yeah! <laughs> well, not just the ETA, but people on the uh, on the left of the Basque nationalist movement. Yeah. They all claimed that the National Civil Guard had executed Tarby. Oh, okay. shit. But Sarah Sketa, who was actually there, yeah. and also therefore sympathetic to Tarby's cause as well, yeah. kind of refutes that. And yeah. he says, in the same way that the amphetamines made him euphoric, Two hours later, they plunged him into a panic attack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we left the house and we were detained by a pair of the civil guard. We both carried a pistol in our belt. First they searched me, they didn't notice it. I remember that the civil guard that searched Tarby let out a scream. And afterwards, a typical scene in a western of those to see who shot first. The civil guard shot before um, Tarby I did and then oh. I, le- I left running. I didn't know at that moment that Tarby had died. Right. Stopped a car, threatened a driver, forced him to take me in the direction of Regal. Uh, he happened to be a distant relative of mine, actually. What a coincidence. What is that? Um, yeah. uh, I knew the pistol uh, gave me away. <laughs> I dropped it. But the driver asked me not to. If they stopped us, it would seem more that I was forcing him to drive. So the driver was like, no, keep the gun on me. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, also, he realised I had no intention of harming him. So a few uh, kilometres further, he asked me to get out and I continued walking. 
Mm. Then Sarasqueta was summoned to a court martial, uh, which was the first since the Spanish Civil War, incidentally. Wow. Uh, so like thirty years uh, later, in which he was condemned to death. So court martial is. I keep forgetting the actual meaning of that. Is that like? Mm. Is that basically like the army's way of saying like? Yeah, uh, isn't it just an army trial? Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought it was. Um, yeah. And a few good men. So oh, yeah, he was say. obviously. You piece of shit! How how was it? It's like piss. Uh, the cut off your head or burn it and piss in the, your eye sockets or, or your something. neck hole or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. You're like, ah, that's why you're on trial. Because <laughs> you're fucking <laughs> yeah, mental. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love it though, the way you finally, when he finally loses with with um, Tom Cruise, all yeah. he does is just sit bored a bit. It's oh, it's like, so good. Oh, it's scary. Oh, I want to watch it again. And the film is yeah. like, it's like, obviously it's that line but everything else about that film is so good as yeah, well. it's really great. But when it gets to that line, like, I, I remember watching it with Darren. Darren Sorkin, isn't and it? it? Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. And when it got to that line, I went... <laughs> I was dead excited. I was so like, yeah, that's the line! It but the so build-up to that line is so well, perfect. It's yeah. a whole great speech, isn't it? Yes, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. You're goddamn right, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's> <laughs> <awful>. <laughs> He was condemned to death, Sarasqueta. Mm. However, I don't understand that. I think this has been translated... Oh, okay. okay yeah. So the from, ETA is disbanded. <laughs> so from what I gather, mm. there was like a an intercession. It says here of, Frank, uh, of Franco and the general of the Jesuits. Okay. Oh right. So it meant that his sentence was commuted to life. Life. In oh, rather than execution. Uh, okay, right. Uh, and uh, he was he was brutally beaten. Uh, well, it wasn't a, it wasn't a fun time for him. He was hospitalised in prison and he spent nine years oh, right. okay. in prison until the amnesty of 1977. Right. So that was after Franco. Though. Yeah. So he's, was he still in prison? After the amnesty, what, he was let out? or for like... After the amnesty, he was let out. Oh, wow. So he, pretty, I mean, fairly sweet deal for him, I guess. He like... got out, went to the cinema, saw Dog Day Afternoon. <laughs> and he's like, ah, American culture. This is, uh, this... Attica. Um, that scene where he's just... He's just on the phone. I, th- I heard he made it all up. I heard, I heard, he, improv- <laughs> I heard he improv that entire um, scene. But the uh, uh, the ETA politicised Tarby's death because first of all they called it an execution, yeah. and then they handed out uh, pamphlets that said, in the face of so much sensationalism and so much biased information on the part of the fascist capitalist journalism apparatus, ETA comes forward to make known to the public the death of. Tarby Estebarieta. Tarby Estebarieta was assassinated in Telosa, there is no doubt. The eyewitnesses, the burned holes in the shirt, and the autopsy effectively confirm it. The keepers of the capitalist order show their methods. Tarby Estebarieta was like, I, I'm delighting in the fact that I can see I it. love that you're delighted. Uh, was removed from the car and without even asking for his documents, he was handcuffed, put against the wall, and killed with a shot to the heart of point blank. Not strictly true. Absolutely not, yeah. But um, that's. I don't even think he was handcuffed uh, yeah. at all, yeah. So, but this all happened because Tarby got his gun off. Without being without being sanctioned, yeah, like he did. It was there was no mandate from the ETA to shoot anybody. Yeah, Tarby did. Uh, that then led to uh, his death. That the ETA politicised, and then in turn that led to the ETA deciding to assassinate Manzanas. Oh, right. Okay. So they're like, well, they're going to say we did it anyway. We might as well do it. Yeah. Right. Manzanas was in control of the state of emergency in the Basque region. Right. Okay. He was born in 1906. So he was uh, 60, 61 or 62. In the first planned killing committed by the ETA, which was in response to Tarby's killing, yeah. his killers waited for him, waited for him in his house. When he got back, they shot him seven times. Oh, okay. Like, in, uh, like at the end of Sicario. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So 30 years yeah. after that, in 1998, Manzanas was actually awarded... In 1998, 
Manzanas was awarded the civil merit dedicated to the victims of terrorism. Bloody hell. Uh, and then he went down to the cinema and saw Boogie yeah. Nights. <laughs> and he's like, you get to see his junk at the end. Yeah. It's, it's right there. It's full frontal. <laughs> yeah, then he the, turns the around down. and shows you his ass. <laughs> the facts... The fact that he had been, uh, uh, he'd served Franco, uh, the fact that he was known for having been uh, used to torture yeah. Yeah. his police chief, and the fact that he was not the first torturer rewarded by the Spanish government, it raised a lot of controversy. Yeah, I imagine that. You can't really award a torturer yeah. for... <laughs> All we know is, is that the ETA killed him. Yeah. We don't know who did it, so technically that is an unsolved. Yeah, actually, yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't know which member yeah. of the ETA. Uh, but also, yeah. I did want to include it because it um, it shows where Franco Spain is at this point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so. we touched on a little, we we visited. Yeah. Yeah, quickly the before we wrap up the yeah. ETA uh, they disarmed in 2017 mm-hmm. and they disbanded in so hold up they were still like with Bloody guns hell. until 2017 Jesus this is nuts yeah so it would be a potted history because we haven't got the long left obviously their first killing was um, Manzanas well no no it was the the yeah. person before uh, some sources did attribute an earlier bombing which killed a 22 month old Child, mm. uh, uh, to yeah. them, but it has been shown that they would not. That wasn't true. The and bombing they, or the no, no, the bombing them. happened, but okay. it was not them that did it. Oh, okay. Uh, right. Then, um, 1968, they killed Manzanas. Yeah. Uh, in December 1970, several members were condemned to death, but international pressure resulted in their sentence being commuted. Oh. Uh, in early December 1970, they kidnapped the German consul in San Sebastian to exchange him for the defendants that had been condemned to death. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Uh, and then he was released and harmed on Christmas Eve. Most Christmas Eve. Oh, that's a lovely one. Uh, oh. Yeah, they also came together and they all like, sat and had a meal. Here comes Santa different, you and I. <laughs> uh, during Franco's dictatorship, the uh, most significant assassination performed by them mm-hmm. um, was called Operation Ogro. Oh. And it was a, another bombing. It was in 1973... And it was in Madrid, and the victim was uh, an admiral, Luis Carrero Blanco. Mm. He was Franco's chosen successor at the time. Holy shit. Right. The Spanish opposition, his Blanco's assassination, which was basically there was no no chosen successor for Franco. Mm. Uh, it liked that Franco was like, I need a someone that rhyme with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the, the, the rhythm of somebody who has a, a rhyming name. From a Franco to Blanco. <laughs> <laughs> In my new book, From a Franco to Blanco. <laughs> hey guys, no one expects the Spanish opposition. Oh, oh, shit. Exactly. I think that might be the first applause break on this <laughs> And it's from it. all of us. <laughs> Aren't we clever? Oh, very good. Uh, it would have been alright if Suze hadn't joined in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll do it again. And then I won't join in. I like the idea that the uh, you, you're doing it again, but it's no one expects. <laughs> no one expects the Spanish opposition. Oh, 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 oh. very good. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, for we'll the, keep both of us in. <laughs> uh, so, but, but, but. The, uh, it did lead to, because they got rid of Franco's chosen successor, the Spanish opposition then kind of like saw it as a 
step towards democracy. So right. you can point uh, that on the graph that it then take okay. them back to democracy. Uh, the last use of capital punishment in Spain was actually the execution of two ETA members. Oh shit. Wow. Yeah. What is their capital punishment method? Yeah. Firing squad? Uh, I do not know. Hanging? I feel like uh, firing squad would probably be it. Uh, it feels like, like a firing squad. Even in the 70s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, in the in the seventies, they were still firing squads. It was a firing squad. They, was were, they, were, they were killed by firing yeah. squad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Still in guillotine in France in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. The last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Nineteen seventy-seven, I think. Yeah. The Jesus. last guy who was um, executed in France. Yeah. This is a this is a Mike Blazo joke. I think he says like he listened to Abba. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing. He got executed wearing flares. <laughs> yeah. They. But it was still legal That's until bad. like nineteen eighty-one. Wow. That's, I just like the idea that they're like you, you get to pick they're like alright what's it going to be it's like oh please do it be lethal injection the chair or something it's like yeah. guillotine 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 apparently though guillotine, the guillotine was um, created to be the most humane yes because obviously like shing, Oof, done. And then, yeah. much nicer than hanging but it's so horrible the idea of it yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, obviously the very public kind of nature of it yeah. it in, that's how it was documented heads like, off bitch <laughs> <laughs> Also, there's like the ghoulish thing where people always say that sometimes their head looks around. After oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah, because it's still active for Which 10 is, seconds yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the brain yeah. dying, yeah. yeah. Uh, during the 1980s, a dirty war ensued between the Grupos Antiterroristas de Liberación, or GAL. Hey. Uh, they, uh, were, what time's Gal getting here? We don't know. <laughs> uh, they called themselves counter-terrorists, but what they were actually doing was they were avenging every killing of the ETA, that the ETA perpetrated. Uh, so they were going after the ETA. Okay. So the ETA couldn't then sort of like relax because right. they were then under attack. Well, we've finally uh, done all the terrorism we need to do. <laughs> time to sit back, boys. Uh, <laughs> uh, ten out of ten. <laughs> when is it enough? The, uh, <laughs> the ETA was still performing car bomb assassinations in 1985. Shit. In July, uh, even 1986, they kept going. And then in 1992, three top leaders of the ETA, they were referred to collectively as the Artapalo Collective. They were arrested in the northern Basque town of uh, Bidart, and that led to changes in the ETA's leadership and actions. Okay. In 1995, the armed group launched a peace proposal. But in 1995, there was a failed ETA car bombing attempt directed against a conservative politician who was leader of the then opposition Partido Popular. Uh, <laughs> Popular, but he was shortly he was shortly elected to uh, the presidency of the government. After that, there was an abortive attempt in Mallorca on the life of King Juan Carlos the first, and then really? on tenth of July nineteen yeah on tenth of July nineteen ninety seven, Partido Popular council member Miguel Angel Blanco was kidnapped in the Basque town of Amua with the separatist group threatening to assassinate him unless the Spanish government met ETA's demand of starting to bring all ETA's inmates to prison of the Basque country within two days after the kidnapping. Okay, that demand was not met. Uh, and after three days, Blanco was found shot dead when the deadline was oh, So they carried through. They carried through with their threat. Shit. Um, more than six million people took out to the streets to demand his liberation, with massive demonstrators occurring. Uh, demonstrations occurring as much in the Basque region as elsewhere in Spain, chanting cries of assassins and Basques. Yes, ETA no. So while people were supporting the Basques, yeah, they did not support the ETA, ETA because of their methods. September the eleventh, two thousand and one. Hey. Oh shit. Would you believe that the uh, terrorist attacks on New York dealt a severe blow to the ETA? Aha, uh-huh, right. Okay. Because then the prevailing mood was very anti-terrorist. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and so worldwide toughening of anti-terrorist methods because of 9-11. Yeah. So uh, not just like travel, but like limp freezing bank accounts and all of that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the increase in international policy coordination and the end of the toleration some countries had up until then extended to the ETA, it all dissipated. Wow. It's mad that like how like con- yeah like countries within their like country will sort of allow 
Like, I was listening to something about um, the KKK, or technically the Knights of the KKK, which is what Duke, oh, Duke right. ran. Um, it's right. like, that's essentially a terrorist group. Yeah. Uh, but it sort of, like, sits in this weird thing where, like, yeah, they do bad stuff occasionally, like, from a police perspective. Yeah, like, they, they, do... they only carry out actual crimes sometimes. Yeah, and it's right. like, well, that's all we can sort of do. And instead of going, like, no, no, let's just shut it down. Mm. Shut the whole thing down. Because yes. it's, like, with these guys, like, let's shut down the ETA. Why? Because they're kidnapping people. They yeah. kidnapping folk. It's bad. It's bad yeah. business. Let's yeah. stop it. I mean, like, eventually at some point where, um, I guess, during war or under dictatorship, I guess fighting is necessary. Yes. Or like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, it's, like, it's like, but then after a certain time, it's like, why are you, why are you still doing this? Yeah, it's, yeah. it sort of it's, develops from, like, guerrilla warfare you're, into you're, you're harming yeah. the cause now. Yes. Rather than actually fighting for it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just one of those things as the century progressed... And as geopolitics shifted, yeah, mm. uh, you go from being the good guys to the bad guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But then I would argue, actually, that uh, uh, Tarby, while I suppose, like, will have been framed as a hero of the anti-fascist movement, mm. also a piece of shit who shot a kid. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's a method who yeah, shot a child. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who shot a kid. That's, um, yeah. You can agree with someone's politics. Which is why... Like nightmare. Yeah. So rewind at the beginning when I said there are these two guys. Mm-hmm. There's anti-fascist freedom fighter, mm. and then there's a police torturer. Yeah. Which one are you going to side with? Yeah. The answer is yeah, yeah. neither of them. Yeah. yeah. But like it does. You'd think as three lefties, it would automatically be the yeah. anti-fascist guy, but it ain't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Turns out when you're when you're tripping balls on meth, it's just yeah. You make some rash decisions. Bad decisions. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, no, you, what a, um, so that's a, what an era I knew nothing about. Yeah, I always quite enjoy the, especially this era of like where it's like just pure corruption and madness happening yeah. in the country. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I would have like included this one, but because learning about Franco blew our minds so much. Yes. Mm. It's like I kind of want to dip into Franco's, Franco-ist Spain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a wild Because it is, it is, yeah, exactly. That's what it feels like. It's like, oh, wow, that, that was happening within the last century. That's mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Well. Thanks very much, Chris. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. You can find us on Twitter, twitter.com slash mystery on the rocks, or one word, rocks is spelled R-O-X. You can find us on Instagram, same. You can email <laughs> us, mystery on the rocks, spelled C-K-S, at gmail.com. Drop us a line. Hello. Um, uh, and rate and review us on iTunes. That's really helpful. Gets the yes. podcast up there. Tell your friends. Stop being a dickhead. <laughs> Patreon.com slash mystery on the rocks. You get all kinds of free stuff. Where stuff. you can watch these episodes. Yes. Yeah, we videoed all this. Yeah. So we'll see you really soon. <gasps> Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.